0: We're live. Welcome to the Business Legends podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. I'm the host of the show, Reese Arlin, along with the CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Christian Webb. Say what's up? Hey, hey. And today, we are the business legends today? We've decided <laughs> today we've decided to discuss Mod, modest much. Well, I mean, you know, I, I like to I like to use powerful nouns and adjectives and verbs and stuff like that. So um, today we've decided to uh, switch the pace a little bit and discuss a uh, thing that's just very near and dear to our hearts, which is networking. Um, a lot of the guests that we've had on this show just come from our own networking and you know friends we've made and business partners that we've worked with and stuff like that. Um when we were talking about the the topic for this podcast, um, I was thinking about the second guest on our show, Mr. Dan Mills from Accent Comfort Services. And uh Dan just cracks me up, man. He's like he goes, it whenever you need anything done, if you're like if you're like, oh man, you know, I, I uh I don't know, I hurt my thumb or something. He's like, wait a minute, I got a guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. I got you. Actually funny story about Dan. He actually just uh we were in the B and we were in B we I business networking something and, international. And, <laughs> you international. don't know the acronym. For and, your own and then, uh, networking and then group. but Dan he actually got a reward uh, yesterday because he had like ninety six one on ones with individuals inside of B and I the last thirty days. I was like, how do you do that? It's like three a day. Where yeah, <laughs> like, where, do you, where do you
0: have the time to do all that stuff? But I mean, he's out of everybody we've ever met. I mean, he's like a master networker. Like yeah, he he has monster. He has a guy for everything. I mean, it doesn't matter. What, I mean, it could be like it could be like my video game console doesn't work, and he's like, hold up, I got a guy. <laughs> so it is what it is. You know, uh, one of the reasons we wanted to bring this particular um, subject up is because, I don't know, we've just been in a bunch of different networking, and, and some of it's been great, and some of it's been very poor. Um, I went to this event uh, just the other evening, and uh, I won't say what the name of it is because I'm about to talk a little bit of trash, I guess, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, it was one of these things where it was designed to be a networking event. You know, it was designed so that you could get business for your business so that you could, you know, have more people, you know, interact with people that may help it you It branded itself
1: as come meet come meet, uh, business business owners and, and mm-hmm. people to build your business.
0: Yeah, and every single person there was like middle management, looking for a job. Not that there's anything wrong with that whatsoever, but, you know, just a bunch of people that, Weren't really that beneficial that you couldn't really get business out of as as a you know a fellow business owner or whatever. And I mean, what a waste of time. Um, you know, uh, Christian is in BNI, and we've had great success with the interactions that we've made from BNI. I'm in Blue Business Leaders Unleashed, and that's been a wonderful uh, networking group for me. I've I've made a lot of friends and connections. A lot of business been passed back and forth. And I think one of the things that sets those groups apart is that it's completely intentional, you know? I mean, it's great to get along with people and be friends with people and things like that, but if you're in a networking group, network, man. Like, you know, if you're looking for somebody, if you're looking for an accountant, then why don't you either ask the people that are there, who's your accountant, or maybe you approach the accountant in your networking group. I mean, it's not rocket science. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah. but I mean there are dues that are associated with with things like that. But it's
1: thank God though. Like, yeah, thank God. Like, if there wasn't dues, like if if there's if it's cheap or free and it's networking, don't waste your time.
0: Yeah, like what like what's the point of that stuff? Yeah. You know,
1: you're gonna it's gonna just invite people with low low barrier to entry. It's either gonna invite businesses that you wouldn't want to network in the first place. Or it's going to invite only employees that could get in because their bosses wouldn't pay for an actual networking group. Right. So you're not going to have anybody. You're not going to have many decision makers. Actually, if you go to places like the places that a lot of people go are like these Alive after uh, live after fives or like the the Fahrenheit the Fahrenheit meetups and things like that. And you get there and it's like it's all salespeople. It's all people that are just trying to sell you something, and they're usually a salesperson of another organization. And the only business owners there are the ones behind the booths. And there's yep. maybe four or five booths there, and, and just, by the way, they also try to
0: sell you Yeah, <laughs> but also, side note: if you have a booth there, mm-hmm. you paid to be there too. <laughs> so, it's, you the know, only business owners,
1: yeah, paid to be there. <laughs> go
0: figure. Go figure. I mean, there yeah. there is a barrier to entry, and one of the things that um, you know a couple of my friends always say is that is that one of the key parts of the word networking is working. I mean, it takes work. It takes work to meet people. It takes work. I mean, you have to put yourself out there, and you should do so unabashedly. I mean, if you're attending a networking meeting, why should you pause and be like, oh, you know, I, oh, I don't want to bother them or whatever. No, that's why they're there. <laughs> I mean, and if you can provide somebody something of value, then why wouldn't you admit it? I mean, why wouldn't they want your service or product? Or, God forbid, maybe they don't like it, and they go on and have somebody else that can that can use your product or service. It's really simple. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know I think I think we've done a pretty good job at networking and making friends and and just kind of putting our names out there and stuff like that um, but I think something that would be beneficial, Christian, and I'll let you kind of kind of take the torch on this one is what do you think the best steps of networking are so let's say i'm a, I'm a young new entrepreneur and I want to open a business selling widgets or what have you um, where would the first place you started be so
1: for me um, I believe in a I mean, you, you can call it a million different things. People call it tight niche, uh, tight niche um, networking groups. You can call it round table effect, whatever. But um, whatever I'm, whatever I'm selling, whatever I'm passionate about at that time, uh, which right now it's digital marketing, right? Um, as soon as, as soon as I got into the business, the first thing I did was find other people that sell the things that I don't provide to my customers, but they also, but they also provide whatever they're selling to the same type of customers that I would have been looking for. So instead of actually joining a networking group, the first thing I would have done is find a type five locally where I could net where I could bring them referrals, they could bring me referrals. But if you're seeing a pattern here, that's the same thing as a networking group. You're just yeah. making a smaller version of one so that you can build off that. Right. And that's where I would that's what how I would get my first initial 20, 30, maybe even forty contracts.
0: Sure.
1: Um, and grow off of that into an actual networking group or two or three like we have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Blue MB and I have both been very good to us. Uh, Um, BNI is fantastic. It's not really, when you're joining a networking group, it usually, you usually sell, usually, um, sell and take care of customers inside the networking group naturally, but that's not the goal. The goal is meet the people that they know, because I mean, I know probably a hundred business owners, I'm sure. Um, so everybody I meet inside of BNI, some of them have 20 years, 30 years experience. I mean, Dan's been in the business 20, what? Six years, I think.
0: Um, I don't remember. It's on our second podcast. Yeah. Give it a look. <laughs> Go take a look. Yeah, <laughs> Love, I don't look, remember He's been in it forever, and and <laughs> yeah. he's been and he's the, been married even longer. Yeah. So imagine how yeah. like business owners he knows. Oh it's yeah. It's not about his business. He knows and, all of them.
1: Yeah. It's about everybody he knows that he can that he can tell about you. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and same same in reverse. What you can tell everybody about him.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an interesting process. You know, um, one of the networking groups that I have since abandoned. Um, one of their big things is, you know, when you introduce yourself, don't sell your product. And I couldn't help but think every time I listened to the roundtable of it, of all the people discussing their who they are and what they do and and what have you. Um, if I can't sell my product, then why am I there? Like I got enough friends, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can I can move on. Like if I want to go make friends, I would rather go to the bar. At least then I'm doing to help people fun. grow
1: my business. Man. Yeah, that's, like that's the two goals. Yeah,
0: keep it intentional, man. You know. And I think there's a there's a huge misgiving of that. And one of the things, Christian, I know this is very near and dear to your heart too, is one of the first things you learn in sales is the, the a, ABS, always be selling, yeah. you know? And it's like, just, if you're a business owner, you don't clock out, you don't clock in, but you don't clock out, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you represent your business 100% of the time, every single day. This includes after hours, so, I mean to put it candidly if you make an ass out of yourself at some bar or something like that at 2 a.m that can really come back and haunt you and especially
1: bite you. if the guy you made an ass with happens to be the owner of your next day's appointment
0: right exactly <laughs> I mean uh, that seems a little bit uh, close to heart we'll skip that subject but, <laughs> you know we, we've been we've been pretty good about that we haven't we haven't really uh,
1: actually I'll go ahead and tell that story I, I, it was way before I became an entrepreneur it was uh, back when I was a, a national account salesperson in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I was having tequilas at this crazy tequila bar in Portland, Oregon. The,
0: the, the, fir- the You said the T word, the yeah. first mistake has been made.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were having a great time, and some of my, some of my buddies, which were also coworkers, got in, got in some arguments with this, uh, with this group of people, and we ended up having to leave. And uh, funny enough, um, the next day, my appointment was with his boss, and Oof. he's the one that introduced me to the guy. Ouch mode. That's <laughs> But rough. luckily I wasn't on the negative side of this uh, this argument. So but you were uh, close. I, I mean was real close to being in trouble and not getting that sell whatsoever, not yeah. even being able to meet the guy. Yeah.
0: Pro networking tip. If you're gonna go out and have fun, don't be an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's that's the that's the best, you know, that's probably the best advice that you could ever get with that type of thing. Okay, so you you put together your your four or five people that are doing something. So you're in digital marketing, we're in digital marketing. So you know maybe we approach people that do things like print marketing. You know we're not yeah. we're not into that type of thing. Um, you know sure. maybe we approach people that do things like the ins and outs of stuff we don't do, like website development. You know yeah. there's merchandising. Yeah, mer- yeah, stuff like that. Um, and then maybe I don't know point of sale or something like yeah. that. Point of sale. Billboards. Person. Billboards. Other stuff like that. You get together with these people, and again, let's use the widget example. So you get together with them you introduce yourself to them, you talk about your product or service offering with them, and you get it together. So in a part of networking, you know, in general, would you say that you should try to incentivize the people that you want to network with, Mm -hmm. or would you say that you build it on the relationship?
1: So in this portion of it, later portion, I changed my mind on this topic, but in Mm -hmm. the beginning round table effect of this, uh, unless it's like a, a, a national brand and you're doing like affiliations, um, I would not incentivize because it's more about I agree you giving to them first. Yep, I wouldn't even talk about yourself. Yep. Like literally, you're meeting with the, these other people, and you're going, "Hey, I know people that you can work with. Right here, here's one. Here's one. Here's bring them business. Yep. And then they're just gonna start bringing you business because you're helping them. Yeah. And that's just how life works. because they wanna make you keep you healthy, so you can keep bringing them business. Yeah. It's it's selfish at the same time. It's very it's 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 like selfless at the same
0: time. It, it's the givers mentality, and yeah. it's not like you're guilty. them. That's a
1: BNI that's a BNI quote. The givers mentality. Giver the givers gain mentality.
0: Dude, I'm not even yeah. in BNI. Like I'm just saying, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I got it going on. I'm ready to rock and roll. But the, uh, you know, with stuff like that, you give and you give and you give, and people will naturally want to reciprocate. It's not like you're guilting them into, oh, yeah. you know, I, I sent three people your way for billboards or something. Now you have to send this back. By the way, two. that would be the worst practice. Yeah, like, yeah, if you're like, hey, <laughs> where's my peeps? You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, having having that networking effect, people will want to reciprocate, and especially if they like you, you know. Um, I've, I've been in the dental uh, world for most of my life because my father's an orthodontist. And that's something that, I mean, if you're a specialized dentist, you have to make friends with all the dentists, wine and dine them, talk to them about your product service, lunch, dinner, and golf, lunch, dinner, and golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough (laughs) life, man. It's a tough life, but I mean, that's just a part of life too, you know, is, is that reciprocal effect. So at first you don't, you don't incentivize these people. Um, Where does that, where does that change, and why does it change? You think
1: so? For me, it changes once you get to the wider base of that. You sure. still don't incentivize really those initial five, yeah, because they're already incentivized. Yeah, um, but you go to like when you get to get these BNI groups. Sometimes they're they're going to give you they're going to give you leads and they're going to help you the best they can. But for example, I'm not going to make na- name any names. Um, I'm not even gonna tell you what industry because we only hold one seat per group, so it's yeah, pretty yeah. easy to find her. Yeah. Uh, but
0: he did say her, just so you know. So we go <laughs> uh, to
1: <laughs> So somebody that works with business owners uh, as in my group, and they work with only business owners, and right. they have hundreds of them. So somebody like that, that in their normal day to day, they might find one lead for me a month, right? But if they were incentivized just slightly more than they are, just by saying, "Hey, thank you," yep, they're gonna find. 5 10 15 referrals to pass my way because they're because they're getting a percentage of that every month and it's going to grow their business. Yep. Now, that's just good business right there. Like as a business owner, most people get into it is they think they're going to have their own schedule, which they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the second thing is because yeah. they want to grow something that lasts forever right. and can take them through retirement and just make them money, right? Um so why not add an entire string of revenue to another entrepreneur's life?
0: I think one of the best examples of that is Burn Boot Camp. And this, hear me out. This is this is going to sound a little bit Started with Burn. already sad. There, yeah. <laughs> there we go. So Burn Boot Camp, when they first started, uh, I mean, you and I met Devin when he was literally in a parking lot you know, yeah. 10, 10 years ago, which is amazing to even consider. But um, when they started off, what they did, their original business model was to have a boot camp for moms. It was a fit community of moms. That was their original tagline. Now it's changed to a fit community of women. I think, yeah. even though they do co-ed classes and stuff, but I mean, burn boot camp's huge now. But what they ended up doing, they made their customer their brand advocate. And so, whenever they had, you know, they had this tight knit group. This, I mean, you can think about like a networking group. Yeah. They had this group of people that loved what they did so much, they were constantly advocating. Hey, join me at this at this camp that I'm that I'm attending. Are you a mom? They had their niche figured out. You know. They're specific people, and then they had those people advocate for that brand. And so, you know, you'd scroll on Facebook and say, "Oh my," you see, "Oh my God, I love this camp that I've been attending. I've lost ten pounds or whatever." And they do great work there. You know, by the way, Now Burn Boot Camp has what a billion locations or something like that. I mean, there's pretty <laughs> maybe much, one
1: or two less than that.
0: Yeah, but. yeah, like it has it has one one camp per city in the United States or something like that. I mean, it's <laughs> Man, it's I think absolutely there's ridiculous. Six
1: just in sh- like like the northern part of charlotte.
0: Easy. Easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, and they're nationwide now. But what a what a great model making your customer your brand advocate, you know? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's it's definitely been something. So networking, so you start with your you start with your core 4, the people that core 4 core 5 people that you think that you can pass business to that givers mentality. You start with those people. Um you you go through with them, you try to pass people back and forth reciprocal without expecting. That's a big yeah. that's a huge without piece expecting. of the puzzle. Then you branch out further and further. And so, you know, maybe then you pick people that are um, not people that uh, are directly or indirectly in your industry, but, you know, maybe you make friends with an accountant or something. I was actually just about to bring up. Were you really? (laughs) Yeah. So
1: funny enough, that was my next example. So, Mm -hmm. like, B, uh, B and I and Blue are great and we love it and we definitely, it's worth the time. But before any networking group, like any networking group, think about this. If you were to bring business to, say, um, to say an accountant, like you bring an accountant, maybe three or four business owners, and they're like, oh, I really love that, I appreciate that. And then all of a sudden, this business accountant opens their doors to you, and now you have access to somebody who's been in business 20 or 30 years, they have 300 businesses they work with. Yep. A networking group can't beat that. right Like there's no way. So if you give correctly, and now networking groups have accountants in them, so maybe that's where you find that account accountant. Yep. Um, but these these when they open the doors for two to 300 businesses across an entire state, and then they tell everybody that they trust your your what you do like they trust they trust our digital marketing like imagine how powerful that would be that by itself could throw a large percentage onto your bottom line and yeah. onto your customer base you yeah. you'd be more well known immediately
0: and then there's only one more step deliver you know <laughs> if you if you deliver a good product oh, man, or good service that, if you suck then you're going to you're going to burn baby i mean you're yeah. done but if you if you deliver on what you say you're going to do you treat people right which should be common ethical business practice anyways, then the next thing that happens is your business blows up out of proportion, you can't even control it. And then you're worrying about office spaces and employees and and trying to figure out the ins and outs of the other stuff. But talk about a way to build something out of of scratch type of thing. Um, Kind of to go a little bit before the networking aspect, So let's say I'm like I'm brand new into this, and I think I know where you're going to pick up this ball. But let's say I'm I'm brand new. Let's say I just moved to a new city, so I don't have any friends in this city or anything like that. Um, And let's say again, I'm selling widgets or something like that, and I've narrowed. I
1: think what you're selling matters, though. So what are you selling?
0: Oh, that's a good point. Okay, so let's say um, that's a good question. Let's let's say that I'm selling the service or an item. Um. Yoga pants. So let's say I'm so we're selling, an item. Selling, selling yoga pants. So let's say I'm selling yoga pants. Uh, and I don't have any friends in this city or anything like that. Um, let's say I'm doing um, I'm doing a storefront location and an e commerce site. So I can ship this stuff nationwide or something like that. Um, so you narrow down to whatever, three to five different people that can help you. I mean the people that I'm going to are things like gym owners, things like like yoga studios, people that own things like pure bars and stuff like mm-hmm. that where, where these types of things are uh, basically the types of products that they need or yep. whatever else. But the, the point that I was getting at is start with your sphere of influence. Start with the people that you already know, like, and trust. Start with your family members, start with your friends, start with the people. That you've done business with before, yep. or hell, I mean, even if you eat at a restaurant once or twice a week, and the people know your name, when they come in, if they say, "Hey, Reese, how are you doing?" It's like, oh, well, it's time to pick a new restaurant. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe you start talking to them about that stuff, and just by talking to them, I mean that's networking in that's in true. a way, in a manner of speaking. You know, so you pick these people. Um, you you're very intentional with yep. everything. That's I think that was one of the things that really kind of hindered me when I first started is that. I wasn't intentional with what I said. And so, you know, everybody wants to make friends. Everybody wants people to like them. But when I'm talking to people, everything that I say, at least these days now in my elder 30-year-old body, is on purpose. Yeah. So everything that I say, I know that that I'm on I'm under the limelight 24/7, 100% of the day. Yeah. So I know that when I'm talking to somebody about business legends or what have you, I know that I'm representing that brand 100 of the time because my face is on the freaking podcast cover baby you know yeah. <laughs> so I mean the you know I ugly mean, or not it's there it's it's there it's, it's there. there in full black and white form you know <laughs> so you know intentional with, with everything with everything that you say so you have these people you know three to five people you you pass people back and forth reciprocal then you start to pick the indirect people
1: well, hold on real one second yep. so basically going back to the yoga pants like I, I only actually, it's the first time we've disagreed today. I only agree with half of what you said. Um, okay. and that we're always in the limelight. We're always, we're always going to be. The, we're always going to represent that brand for sure. sure. If you would have said services. I would agree with 110 percent of everything you just said. Okay, but in items like five years ago, that you're, what you said would have made a lot of sense to me. Sure, um, but these days, if you're selling something like yoga pants,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, for one, uh,
0: you're doing God's work. Just for the yeah. record. <He's kidding.
1: laughs> Oh, man, that's good. That's good. Uh, Please continue. Okay, so I will try to continue after that. That was that was good. Um, okay, so... Man, you got me flustered. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, so basically, what I was getting at is if you're selling yoga pants, you're selling an item, most items, like he said, the e-commerce page, that's where mm-hmm. most of that most of that business owner's sales are going to come from as yeah, long as they market especially correctly. Especially in this,
0: in this um, and, commerce platform. And here's where
1: right I would now. say, why network in that situation? And why even open a brick and mortar in that situation when right. you could actually when you could actually network with micro-influencers and macro-influencers sure. that are like... the one. You, if you don't know what a micro-macro-influencer is, I promise you, you're under their spell already. Yeah. Um, like or, call Insta- yeah <laughs> or call us. Or call us. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. You see them all the time. Like the ladies yeah. wearing the yoga pants, doing mm-hmm. workouts, and all. And they have a GNC cup beside them. Right. Like, that's micro-influencing. Yeah. So somebody who already has millions of followers in that exact brand type, that, I mean, exact, in exact uh, demographic that would buy your yoga pants...
0: Right. You can
1: work through them, so you get million people networking instead mm-hmm. of twenty or thirty so that's the only place I would disagree is that items have gotten much different now to where you yep. almost don't have to network physically you have to network you have to use other people's network that's already built
0: yeah build the build the networks from the influence that makes a lot of sense um, now the one the one thing that I would add to that is you know if I'm a startup and I'm selling yoga pants, one of the things that might be difficult for me would be um financing the influence you know that's true because that's if true. you want you know whoever yeah, that's where your networking comes in that's an excellent point excellent point um and i think that's w- more where the micro influencers come mm-hmm. into play yeah and so i mean you know let's say if you're selling yoga i don't i don't i don't want to stick with the yoga pants example yeah, I anymore how much is.
1: it would cost to get cam newton in yoga pants
0: Just hey curious. well with him probably not so much based on his <laughs> choices but. hey don't be talking about my qb he's number one for a reason anyways so um you know if you're if you're selling whatever I mean, if you have somebody local that's well that's well known, mm-hmm. um, I mean, let's take Dan Millskin for example. We're gonna have to switch from yoga pants for sure. But you know, let's say we have something that Dan Mills likes. Like I don't know, like a hunting jacket. Yeah, a hunting jacket or like <laughs> I or don't like hunts hunting He probably doesn't hunt. Yeah, some I don't know some kind of burly man equipment or something like that's <laughs> like like Dan has burly he, Dan equipment. I I can't wait to tell Dan that what we have recorded. <laughs> he's probably today. gonna he's listen to this. I cannot wait to have him. He'll he'll be calling me like like. Hey man, if you want to get me that hunting jacket, <laughs> but anyways, you know, let's say we have something that Dan wants. For God's sakes, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Dan's really a super cool dude. So um, he likes really macho man stuff. You know, whatever. Maybe it's a new bow and arrow or hunting, or whatever. It don't matter. Um, then you know, if you approach him and you're like, hey man, you know, I have this product. Um, I'd love for you to represent it. Um, you know, everybody in existence in this whole area or whatever. You know, every business owner and that type of thing. And you know, I would just love to strike this partnership with you. I bet he's gonna say yes. You yeah. know,
1: and then he gets a free
0: bow out of it. You know? Yeah, like, and he
1: gets exactly. And and we should how, have used, used bow staff for
0: this. Yeah. by the way. Yeah, I know some kind of. I don't know some kind of. I don't even know what Dan's into like that. Like I don't know. I just I just see him. He likes he likes like mach tools. I guarantee. There we go. You, yep. I guarantee you, if I, if I approached Dan and I was like and I was like, listen, dude, I'm gonna give you a full toolbox full of these you know, high quality, expensive tools or whatever, his eyes would light up like the 4th of July. Yeah. Like he would he would be all about it. And so you take somebody that would be interested in that product and you say, hey, listen, all I want in return is to get a return. All that I want you to do is advocate for the usage of this product.
1: A good example would be like, you know, where the YouTube channels where they're building race cars and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to basically buy their entire toolkit yep. and then place it on set and right. they were using your custom toolkit yep. and in every video that they shot, it would have the toolbox would say your name on it. The yep. tools would say your name on it. They would mention how cool the tools were, yep. like just in passing, not in like obvious ways. Yep. Um, and then that would be extremely Good micro marketing, maybe that start falling to the medium ma- macro marketing uh, yeah. influencer area.
0: I, I know we could talk about this for probably hours on end, but yeah. let so with influence marketing, especially as it comes to products and stuff like that, do we advocate that people are intentional with it or not? Typically, I would say no. I would say yeah. you keep it as a brand yeah. because if you see Dan Mills, who knows everybody in the universe, and you see him use, you know, these specific tools. And everybody loves Dan. You
1: can't go. I use this tool. Yeah, because it is good and fits my
0: needs. Because Reese told me I needed it,
1: <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that was not He's just got to be using it. Yeah, he's just yeah, got to be so using it's it. Not intentional. It's got to sure. be
0: there. And it's kind of hard to track a return on stuff like that, but it does work. You yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, it absolutely works. So it's I don't know. That's kind of a kind of an issue. So how about with a service? So with a service we've discussed the product well, I think
1: you were 100% on point with the service.
0: Yeah. So with the service, you know, we talk about having the sphere of influence reaching out to people, not being not being shy, being intentional with what we're talking yeah. about, um, networking on purpose, seeking the people that are going that you're going to be able to provide value for mm-hmm. and also to be perfectly honest in turn are going to be able to provide value to you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a huge piece of the puzzle. I wouldn't waste my time, you know, approaching somebody that I can give 100 referrals to and can't give me any i mean and that might sound selfish but hey i mean money talks you know um so that's that's another piece of the puzzle and then the networking groups so um we got a couple minutes left what what would you say about the networking groups so i mean i'm i'm kind of uh well known in our circle of friends for being kind of like the loud and proud dude that wears the bright green shirts and whatever but um let's say you're like a shy dude and you don't want to you know it's not difficult for you to make friends but you uh you don't want to be the loud and proud guy in the group. If you're a
1: shy dude, just get over it. Just get over it. Just, just get over it. Push through. Just yeah, man, you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere being the shy dude in the networking group. Yeah. So just start being loud, start being proud, start talking, start talking to everybody you can. And if you don't know how to talk to people, read, learn.
0: Yeah. Find out how to do it. You know. Figure out how to express yourself. And and I mean, sometimes you can figure out how to be an individual. Um, yeah. I'll never forget when we were talking to Jeremy and he was talking about. You know, wear all black everything, and I was like, "Nope, not for me." Because <laughs> I love wearing bright clothes. I'm I'm kind of silly like that. I wear bright clothes every single day. Yeah. It makes me happy, and so that's that's the whole reason that I do it. Um, one of the things about about representing yourself and representing your brand, I agree with you, man. You just gotta get over it. You gotta get out there. You gotta you gotta do your own thing. When you consciously make the choice that you want to create something, then all the privacy. Goes straight out the window. You don't. You don't have the option. You don't have the option to turn off anymore. Especially not now. Yeah. I mean, With it's all social out there.
1: media, and internet marketing. It's like you don't have the time. You don't have. You can't ever turn it off.
0: No, it's always on, always. And I mean, we're probably being recorded by something that we don't even know about, right? I mean, there's probably like some government satellites, like like <laughs> like zooming in. They're like, wow, that's a bright green shirt or something, <laughs> or whatever else. But you're you're constantly on. You know what I'm saying? Um, when it comes to like networking groups, um, I mean, I I, I enjoy them because I, I enjoy people and I'm pretty extroverted and I like to talk to people about stuff and everything like that. But they're definitely
1: only worth what you put into them. Yeah. Like uh like I'll, I'll be honest, the first two the first two or three months in BNI, I just like took my time, got to know the people in the group, right? right? Um, and that's worked out really well, and I I now know almost everybody in the group very very well. Um, but just recently I took the time to actually dive into the uh, the reason it's called international. Um, so there's like Forty BNI groups just in like the surrounding Charlotte area. Right. So I reached out to a whole bunch of BNI members, and just over the next two or three weeks, I think I have like fourteen appointments with business owners. Wow. Um, one of them's today at four thirty. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it's just it's so easy to network. Once again, you're not networking to get business immediately. You're networking to see if you can help that individual. Yeah. Um, so you got to pick the people you reach out to pretty. Um, like you got to pick them out with a little bit of thought behind them. You just want to pick out like
0: fine tooth comb.
1: Uh, life insurance guy i don't know anybody that needs i, I know people need life insurance but i'm not, I'm not going to find referrals for that guy every right day, you know? right and
0: and with you one of the things i like that you said is that you start with that giver's mentality who can i help and who can help me in return there's yeah. nothing wrong with with thinking about that and being conscious of it because you have to represent your business and the I easiest mean,
1: way to book a one-on-one with someone another business owner call is if you them. Get, call them immediately yeah. i called him i sent him an email yeah and I think two people booked through the email, and then all of my rest, of, all the rest of them were all phone calls. Yeah, moments. I'll
0: never forget. I met this guy. This was at the at the free networking group that I couldn't stand. But um, I met this guy, which
1: is like three times the people. Go get, go figure. Yeah, go figure,
0: <laughs> right? And uh, the guy said, the guy said, "Oh, I don't, I don't know how you just like go up to people and and talk to them about whatever." And and I looked at him, and I was like, "How how can you not? Why are you here, Jack? Like what? Like, <laughs> like like what?" What are you rep- like? Why? Why would you? Why would you waste your time if yeah. you're going to be? Um, one of my favorite quotes. Um, it was by. Oh my God, I, I can't remember who this is by. It was by one of the first ladies of the United States. But she said, "Well-behaved women rarely make history," and I love that. And Arnold Schwarzenegger had a had a um, commencement speech where he was uh, speaking to the graduates, and he said, and he says, "No, nah, I hate. <laughs> to, I hate to tell you, but." The same is true of men, you know. And he says, "He says well-behaved people rarely make history." I'm the Terminator. I'm going to bump you up. <laughs> oh, that's one of Reese's heroes. I, uh, I think that's. I think that behind Cam Newton and Tom Brady, I mean, I think he's number three. You know, yeah. I think I think that's pretty much par for the course. So let's give let's give some takeaways to our to our very first mono e mono business legends podcast. So when we're talking about networking, I would say you start. You have this product or service in mind. You know you've decided, you've consciously made the choice. You say, "I'm doing this," so you're on, baby, 24/7. You know, mm-hmm. 12 to 12, every single day. From from that point on, no clocking in, no clocking out. Make the choice, and if you've made that choice, you got to stick with it. That's who you are from that yeah. point. That's your identity. Start with your sphere of influence, your friends and family who can help you. Uh, tell them about what you have going on. Um, maybe you're selective in what friends and family you talk to them about. If you're shy, get over it.
1: Now, that's minus medical conditions that are actually holding you back. Like, if you're just shy because you're scared of what someone else is going to say to you.
0: Get over it. You only, have, yeah, you only, you only it. have
1: one life, man. Like, yep. If you go up and talk YOLO. to someone, they're not going to bite your neck. Like right. it's, You're yep. not going to die right there. You're not yeah. going to drop from the... They're not going to kick you off the building. <laughs> like,
0: I, I was talking with uh, our campaign manager, Trevor, about this. Uh, it's been, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or whatever, but... But he was kind of talking about that, like you know, how do you get over that that anxiety, that fear, whatever? And I was like, I was like, listen, man, there's only uh, two things that can happen if you if you talk to people. Only two, only two. Either they go with you and they they follow you, and you know, you get business out of it or friendship or relationships or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they don't. That's it. And yep. at the end of the day, if they don't. Then you move on to the next one and maybe they will if you separate your life into yeses and nos only then every no that you get is going to be closer to the next yes and that's the way i think about things and that that's what pushes me through you know let's say i've cold called a person and and you know i have this fear or anxiety or whatever else type of thing well then i think about it and i say well there's a no and check that one down let's go on to the next yes i mean that's where it goes so you start with your sphere of influence your friends or family Next step is you select people very intentionally that you think can help your business out, something like yeah. that. Right? I think of
1: all no's is like one bar of each letter. Yeah. So, like, a no is the first line, mm-hmm, and a no is mm-hmm. the second line. Mm-hmm, and, then, mm-hmm. and, then, and then it goes to the zero part of it or the O part of it. And I'm like, okay, just zero it out and try again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keep it going. Just keep it going.
0: I mean, however you got to think about it, man. I mean, it's just it's just par for the course. So, you move on. You, uh, You select people very intentionally that you can provide value for, that you can help out. So, if you're selling yoga pants, for example, you might go on to to people that own gyms or yoga studios or uh, maybe massage parlors. That might be a cool a cool place for people that sell yoga pants. Something like that. Somebody you can that you can provide value for, and that you can network with reciprocally. You know, is that a word? Reciprocally. I'm not sure. We're gonna go with yes. We're we're gonna go ahead and put it in the book. We're gonna go. I mean, it's on record now. I mean, that's, that's 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 it. Um. And then we talk about networking groups. Mm-hmm. Be intentional. Remember that one of the words in network is work. So you got to put the work in. And if you're shy, get over it. <laughs> I'm Reese. This is the Business Legends podcast. You can follow us on www.businessmarketingsolutionsgroup.com. I know it's a big one. www.businessmarketingsolutionsgroup.com. And thanks for listening.
1: That was fun.